Alright. Okay. Hmm? What? Who's there? It's it's me, Will. Who's that? Will. Who are you? What are we Will. doing? What are we doing here? Alright, welcome. <laughs> welcome to Journeyman the Podcast. I'm like I said, Will. Uh I will be the DM of this thing. Whatever we make it to be. This journey. It, it, it's, it's starting. It's an adventure. Of it's men. gonna be, yeah. It's um, a journey of men. So we're men. We have to find you know, on a journey. <laughs> we're journeying. Got it. We'll be making use of the Pathfinder playtest rule set. Uh, alongside, we'll be using a setting I've made up. And so please bear with me and uh, let's, uh. let's explore the space. Now, uh, let's get some introductions going. Scott, what did we tell you about that? <laughs> so once again, uh, he's already been named, but Scott to my left. Would I'm you like Scott? Scott? I yeah. play Room and I burp a lot. On he mic. does. He does. And then next. True to form. <laughs> I'm Eric, and I play Siren. I'm Mike, and I play Mac, and I burp a little bit, but not as much as Rome. Yeah. This is my solemn promise, listener. You'll never hear a burp from me on this <laughs> podcast. Because you'll cut it out. I'm going to no, be listening. I don't, do, I don't do the editing, but I am 100% professional. <laughs> All right, professional. So let's get it started then. Um, let's do it. We're going to just open up to, to it. Yeah. Uh, so the setting is... We see a somewhat brutish-looking man atop of a wagon, riding, uh, you know, <laughs> driving two horses forward. Uh, the uh, bearded, uh, ruggedly handsome, bearded and ruggedly handsome. Some would say. Some would just say, you know, bearded. Uh, he's going on the path north uh, into a forested area. The trees are creating some sort of overhanging canopy over this this uh, road, this path. And the light shines in uh, through blades. Every now and then, the wagon bumps, and the people inside of it, if they are any, (laughs) kind of bump with it. Now, uh, I think at this moment in time, uh, Ruam, who's uh, you're driving the car, the wagon, right? I am. All right. I think I'm gonna need to get you uh, to to roll me a perception check. Okay. So wait, now this is a game we're playing that uses dice. Yeah, it does. Okay. I mean, it's readily apparent at this point. Yeah, he's growing a D20, and he's going to add some numbers, and he's going to tell me a result. I just so, I walked in the room and sat down and started playing. <laughs> yeah. That's an eight on the dice, plus three for passive perception. Not pre- passive, just perception. <laughs> Wait, you? Uh, I think you had a little bit more than that. What's your wisdom, I think you're dude? actively perceiving things. Uh, the wisdom is plus zero. Okay, never mind. I was and wrong. It's, it's my level plus one, so that's two plus one, so th- plus three. I, uh, Why did we put him on the cart? He's the only one of us that knows how to drive, embarrassingly <laughs> enough. It's true. Uh, the rest of you have expired driver's licenses. It's weird because I don't think I, I ever got one in this in this country. I drink the most, so I should probably have the most DUIs. <laughs> I don't think anyone's caught you. They you've probably dealt with them. Uh, We're so, in the back roads. There's no cops out here. So it's very very apparent. Just floor it. That ahead of you, there are at least two humanoid figures. Uh, past that, you, you can't see much, but I, I would, I would venture to guess they're a hundred, hundred feet away from you. It's kind of really tough to see far, that far ahead. Uh, it's, you know, it's a bunch of underbrush to the, to the side of the road and it's kind of, it's, so it's tough. When I notice that I'm going to say to the back of the cart, to my, to my friends in the back, hey yeah. guys, I, I think I see two people up ahead. Get ready. It's almost time. Ready yourselves. I'm, I'm always ready. So that was Mac. And, yes, and that, then, that was me. So, uh, Hi. on the inside, let's just describe, describe each other really, really quick here. Tight quarters. Tight quarters. On the inside, it is tight quarters because you've got my, my character, big boy, half-orc Mac, in uh, 
plate armor, breastplate Breast with plate, a shield yeah. and a trident crammed into this cart, ready <laughs> to pop out at any moment. Yeah, um, it's one of those canvas wagons. So yeah, there's a little, yeah. You know, it's it's tight only because you don't want to like poke out. Yeah, exactly. Right, and then he says it to a half elf, Siren, uh, not so big, not also not wearing the same heavy armor, uh, actually studded leather. Uh, but yes, I am Siren. We are full on asses to elbows back here, <laughs> and, and squished. Uh, alongside you is your new recruit Edheim, who is just a but a wee boy. Uh, with some magical <laughs> background. How old is this boy? I think that we I picked think, up. Is to he take like with us? in between us? I think yeah. Like like in the bench seat of the truck, Have you know, just kind of crammed in the middle. Well, I, it's it's tantamount to kidnapping. I think he was just looking for uh, some revenge and and some training. And you guys are like, yeah. He said he could handle himself. I that he's a kid. So um, and he's he's kind of he's very bright eyed and just like, what are we doing? What what what's what's going on? What's going on? Quiet 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 at home. Okay okay. Get get ready on my mark. All right, all right. I'll follow you. Uh, so you you just you're getting ready. Right. right. So you pull the cart forward, or sorry, wagon. The wagon lurches forward. Um, you hadn't stopped it at all though, so it, it continues its pace. And as you get closer to them, they 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 start walking into the center of the road, kind of wave you down. You you notice at this point that one of them is definitely of a human size. The other one is about half that size. Um. And and they don't look the most clean of people. Uh, definitely, I don't think you're gonna offend them. You can say they're dirty, <laughs> right? But I mean, like one of them's definitely made a, a an attempt at being clean, but he's he's not done a great job of it. The other one is yes, by all accounts. Dirty. Am I very clean? Uh, that's that's a personal decision. Why don't you roll a clean check, Scott? <laughs> Have they got sh- all over them? <laughs> no, no, they don't. Okay, that's very good. Uh, that's a crit fail, so I'm going to say oh. not very clean. Oh. <laughs> um, he had an accident earlier in the journey. <laughs> it's like the Sims when your hygiene bar is all the way down. <laughs> oh, no. You got, like, the smell lines coming off of you. <laughs> Literally, they would be, but he's cloaked, so all the smell lines are just hiding in the cloak. <laughs> all right. Wouldn't so, the Sims just, like, go in a corner and urinate yeah. just if on he, the floor? If he didn't give him a bathroom, yeah. God. So, <laughs> those t- damn animals. All right. So, room. Them. We're the ones that made them do it. <laughs> we're the animals. We're horrible, but we didn't piss in a corner. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> After five beers, you kind of get a pass. Uh, so, room. The cart is rapidly approaching uh, where these two have stepped in front. Mm-hmm. What do you do? They they step in front of the cart blocking it. They do. They are blocking your your path. They're sort of trying to wave you down. Okay. Um. So I'll stop the cart if they're blocking so it. So you you pull up on the reins, trying to yeah you know keep the horses from going any further, and you maybe yeah say a word or two. Say what is your business? Step aside. All right. Uh. So the tall one he walks up towards you, uh, taking about five feet closer than than uh, was pre previously was going. Ah, traveler. Uh, where whereabouts are you headed? Uh, we got lost on the way. Can you maybe help us out? Said so I'm headed north. Do you remember where? <laughs> Nowhere am I headed. Well, to a you, town. You were. You were. Uh, I think last you guys were discussing that any any direction north was good enough. You were, you weren't caring where you went. So do you remember what what lie you were going to tell people? Do what like lie? can he do can he do like a knowledge check for like 
local towns in that direction yeah, and just I, lie I, about I, it? I mean, you could try. Okay. Uh, uh, I, would, like I would make him do performance. I think a gather information. Make him roll dice. Yeah, a gather information off a of society, Scott. Okay. No, you're so good at that society. It's on the front by the S's. <laughs> okay. Um, that's a 16. Hot damn. Six, he does know. 16? <laughs> yeah, 16. All right. Well, it's it's not it's not that hard to to know some of the northern uh, mining towns. You do know of one, um, um, like Malor and uh, Waylon, sure. uh, which are two of the towns to the north. Uh, that still kind of branch off on this path. So you take your ch- pick sure. which one. It probably doesn't matter. I am delivering mining equipment to Maylor. So uh, with that, he goes, mining equipment, you say? Hmm. May we ride in the back? We're on our way to uh, Wayland, though. Uh, just it's take us as far as the fork would go, right? Can I roll a deception check on that? You could, like what? You want to see if they're lying? Yeah. Do I believe him if he says he, he's... Going to Wayland. Is this I a mean, trustworthy he, traveling yeah. traveler on the road? Does he seem? Does he seem. Uh, uh, you 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 uh you actually notice that uh, as he's saying this, he's kind of getting a bit fidgety, and uh, as he he kind of like brushes his cloak back a little, and you kind of notice he's he's definitely armed, and it you know doesn't seem like above board. He doesn't. You don't believe him. Okay, I'm gonna say you know I don't have any room in uh, in the back for any passengers. My card is full. While this is happening, actually, um, explain to me uh, whereabouts in the cart are you guys? Max facing the back flap, basically. Yeah. And, and Edheim's nearby, the side, I would think, yeah. Trying to give them as much room as possible. So, I mean, just like, was Siren near the front? I would say definitely near the front. Like, and kind of like up against where the driver's seat would be. And then yeah, you're already... Feeling the stop, I would have like leaned up and, and uh, maybe like pressed an ear to like the outside. To so just you've, kind you, of... you've definitely heard. Like, I think everybody's heard everything yeah. that's going on there, but uh, most definitely um, uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to worry about something else coming along. Uh, as you guys actually are back there, Mac, and uh, you hear some twigs snapping in the back. As uh, definitely movement is happening outside the flap in the in the back. What do you do? Oh, I'm I'm getting tensed up, ready to go. Like, all right. In case if something opens that flap, I want to rush it. Like, you know, bust out and maybe knock it over. Hopefully, right. Okay, so uh, it doesn't take much longer than a moment or two. As right then, you see a blade go into the flap, cutting downwards, trying to like peel it open, and you see the face of a halfling. And I'm I'm jumping at him. And so we'll roll for initiative. Yeah. This is my favorite part. Now, Edheim. All right. <laughs> so basically, it's all oh. it's all perception-based for you guys, because it's just like, how aware were you? So wait, we have to roll? Oh, out of the box. Yes, you do. I'm going to roll a d20. You're going to roll your perception. Okay. And then I'm going to add a one to it. Uh, yes, because you have that uh, feat. It's called incredible initiative. How incredible? Mine's pretty dang good. Let's see. Mine ain't bad. All right, let's let's go. Room, what'd you get? Thirteen. Okay, and Siren? Uh, sixteen on the dice plus four would make twenty. Plus one would make twenty-one. You never disappoint. I do my best. Mac. Seventeen on the die plus four twenty-one. Oh, 
that that is good. Among you, just Man. figure out who old, you want to go old first. Old battle buddies over here. <laughs> just figure out who you want to go first among you two. Uh, I think since we're heading in different directions, you want me to take point because I'm heading out front. Yeah. Well, I was. I don't know either that or the, the Actually, fact if that there he, is that a blade. He's, yeah. That he's coming in and I'm going yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably going first. Okay, you do you, and then I'll do me. And that will probably alert you to do yeah. things. You had to roll out oh, of the box. Oh, 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 oh. Watch out over there. Your big biscuit head hit the mic. <laughs> you get a little drunk. You start to you start to get that southern come out of you. <laughs> you said your head was like a biscuit. <laughs> no, I want biscuits. Oh man. Family trip to Roscoe's? Yeah. Yes. So this may not surprise anybody. May not surprise even the most I guess gullible person out there, but Siren is first. No, no, no. We we picked. Oh, really? Oh, never mind. I was wrong. <laughs> we, we do it again. Mac. Run no, it back. Do it no, again. No. Uh, whoever I thought Siren was going first, but whoever is first. No, I'm gonna. Two, I'm gonna go first. Definitely. No, no one beat twenty-one. Fuck yeah. Dang. Other than you two, who That's right. who hit it both That's at the right. same time. Hey, Will. You know what I always say? What? If you're gonna come, come strong. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. All right. In the front room, you may not know that something sh- something shitty is about to happen, but that's also why you're kind of acting a little late. He's gonna hear the. He's gonna yeah. feel the shift of weight in the cart. But in the cart, Siren and uh, Mac both were there when shit happened. Like you guys were ready. Uh, the the bla- the the canvas was cut and you know peeled open, and Mac was ready for it. And as you saw Mac get ready, you were ready too, Siren. So you guys were right on the drop for this. You start this battle off. What do you do, Mac? Right in front of you. I'm rushing that right guy. I want to try to like bash him and knock him over. All right. I think you could. You're you're in. You're definitely within range to make an attack on him and try to make this happen. So why don't you make me a roll? <sighs> what do I add to that? That's a uh, eleven. All right. Well, uh, all you need to add to it is your strength, your proficiency. That's and, yeah. That's and, eleven. And that'll be it. Oh, you mean total eleven? Yeah. Oh. It's a five on the die. Yeah, no. Um, so you, you, you go to hit him. You go to strike. And uh, being that his head is just in one eyelet of this canvas, you, you kind of just mess up and you strike the canvas, catching your uh, trident in it, definitely not getting enough, enough oomph to get through. Yeah, I expected that. So um, what would you like? To, you, peel, you, push, you peel back your trident and you're ready to go again. You have two more actions. What would you like to do? Like pulling it. Okay, you're um, ready. It's it's you didn't critically fail nothing, man. It just you still have your trident. Can I still see my uh, target? Yeah, he's still there. It, it's it's all happening within six seconds. This is very quick. All right, and if I attack him again, that's a what is that? A minus it, uh, five or something? There, yeah, it's a minus five unless you have like the unless agile, you're agile. Unless you have the agile trait on your weapon, I am, you don't. I am less than that's agile. like dagger shit. Well, it, yeah, some other stuff. Shit. Um, what if? I know. I guess I just moving, moving. I guess I'll have to try attacking. Yeah, him. you have a good shot at hitting him. You just got to roll more than five. That's uh, a three on the die. Huh? Huh? <laughs> huh. Probably not gonna do it. Minus five, so it's negative two. Um, plus your strength, plus your proficiency. Well, the last one was an eleven, so two minus nine. Then nine. That that is actually um, that's a fail. Yeah. Yeah, I expected that. Yeah. Uh, so for my final action, I'm going to raise my shield. All right. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Siren, it's your turn next. So you uh, you probably weren't paying attention to what happened in the back, but you were ready to this. This is definitely a bad yeah. situation. And, and as a free action, I'm going to call out, we are under attack. 
So you room, you hear that. Um, Edheim is right beside you going like, yes, yes, yeah, this is it. This is it. This is it. (laughs) He's definitely ready to go. What's (laughs) happening? Um, I sense like having my ear up to the canvas. Right. I would have, uh, readied my rapier in, in the right hand. Yeah. And then I would have also whipped out, uh, yep. The, the dagger and like pressed it right up against the edge. My plan is to basically, as soon as I'm ready, slice down, cut through with the dagger, and then basically surge out. Uh, there's definitely an opening. Oh, okay. Well, then uh, never mind. <laughs> that you could do. It, the, it was tied in the back. Okay. But I don't think you guys tied the front. Okay. It wouldn't make sense because you guys want... Yeah. Know. Then I would have, uh, I guess, listening, like picked up the edge of it, like ready to jump. Yeah. And then uh, pretty much as soon as I like hear Max start to like charge, I'm going to throw that flap aside and kind of jump out, kind of stepping off the, the back of the driver's seat and then jumping in the air. And okay. then aiming with my rapier at the, the so guy. You're doing this, you're doing this all very quick. Like you're striding out. You're kind of like ascertaining what the situation is, where he is. And you're trying to like yep. jump over. So Ruam, which side of the wagon were you on? Left or right? I'm going to say uh, left. So he's on the left side, you know, t- trying to talk with Ruam. Yeah. The halfling that you now see as you're leaping out is on the right side of the horses. Kind of, um, you know, trying to look. He's looking every now and then to the back Mm. behind the wagon but um you don't know what he's looking at yeah so anyway real quick you're, you're jumping out you're aiming for that uh the human yeah that you the heard, person like the deeper the, voice doing all the talking yeah yeah he's right there on the left side he's 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 within range he's about 10 feet away from where you started okay because he's, he's sort of close to room by now all right and room was just talking with him as this went down so they are just finishing up whatever what's conversation the, they what's had the, uh, what, like what's the distance between this guy and me you're, he's really close you just have to jump off uh, to get down there and then you can smack him Okay. But yeah, he's on the left side of the wagon, other halfling on the right side of the wagon, and whatever's happening behind, you guys aren't sure uh, about that situation just yet, but it's something's happening. Right. All right, so you, you stride out, you're striking. Let me get that roll from you. Yes. So do you, do I need to do like an acrobatics check or anything? Or? Uh, if you want to be really cool, sure, but I think you can definitely just Okay. Play yeah, my plan was just to kind of jump out and then... I, I, I'm saying, well... well I don't... <laughs> tell me what, because I'm about to roll dice. Yeah, you're just you're okay to do it. Okay, do you want me to roll it again? Uh, well, sure, if you want to. Okay. <laughs> That's not how this game works. <laughs> I didn't. So, I, I didn't see it. So uh, let me see what I have to add. Ability proficiency. It, the short answer is I'm gonna hit. <laughs> it was a 17 on the die plus yeah. seven. Right. Oh, I just well, got real moody in here. That's a 24, bro. That's a 24 with the rapier. Okay. Well. Uh, you needed to beat the AC by 10 to crit. You didn't, but okay. you hit. I'm okay with that. Shit, that's a beat the AC. <laughs> Above 14? I guess not. I guess not. So, uh, let me see. That is one, two, six. <laughs> max damage. <laughs> Tell me what max damage is. Also, he's flat-footed, so you get your sneak attack. Oh, fuck. Somebody hand me another D6. Oh, shit. Uh, let me see. Sneak attack is another one D6. So the the first attack was a D six was a D six and I got a six. Yeah. The second one was a two. So that is six plus four to make ten, and then plus two for the sneak attack for twelve. Twelve damage. That ain't nothing to shake a stick at. It ain't it ain't bad. A pointy stick called a rapier. So twelve damage done to this uh, humanoid looking figure. Yeah. He's uh, still up. He's a human. Yeah. So you leap off the front of the wagon, uh, clearing a. Uh, the horse, I guess, going right in and just 
stabbing downward with your rapier uh, as you then put plant your foot and kick off as you land. Mm. Uh, all of which, I mean, should have probably actually necessitated a acrobatics check, but it's cool uh, for just right now. I have a lot of history in acrobatics. Yeah. So you can assume <laughs> a lot of uh, that it was done. He Let's, used to be a flying <laughs> Chinese trapeze artist. Maybe. Or, or more <laughs> like uh, leaping from ledge to ledge and rooftop to rooftop. Racism. Assassin's uh, Creed. Yeah. So um, that was one attack. So as he did this, like the surprise in his eyes as you came out of nowhere and the pain in his face as you stabbed down under the blood seeping from his shoulder. Fuck yeah. Uh, you're now right in front of this man. He's uh, definitely trying to arm his kukri or curved blade against you. Okay. Uh, and uh, what do you do? You have two more. A- you have one more action, actually. You did move and attack. I'm going to uh, take another swipe at him. All right, go for it. Does a rapier have the agile feet? No, it doesn't. Okay. But I appreciate you asking. What a gentleman. Hey. <laughs> Uh, that was a 16. Right. Plus 7. Yeah. Would make 23. Minus 5 is still 18. That still hits. Hot <laughs> damn. Is he still flat-footed? He still hasn't done anything. Yeah. Hot damn. <laughs> <laughs> He's also easier to hit while flat-footed. Uh, so he had a minus 2 to his AC. Oh, fuck. This <laughs> Well, that's max damage again. <laughs> that's a six plus four for ten, and then a five on the sneak attack. So that's another fifteen. Jesus. <sighs> okay. So I do this for a living. Well. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Um, although I thought you did a did it with a different blade when you were working. So you you take your rapier, you're ready for it, and uh, you kind of give him a little bit of a slip. And as he tries to block on one side, you get him on the right. Uh, digging in deep to his chest, you pierce maybe his lawn at this point because there's a wheeze out of his breath as you come away, and he's he's uh he's grabbing his chest, kind of like hunching over a little bit, just kind of trying to catch his breath. I think that's all I got. As uh as we go off, and we're next up on the list is the halfling that you're uh, looking at, Mac. Also, uh. all the other ones too, sadly. So that halfling, at this point in time, realizing shits. Getting kind of, getting kind of bad. He uh, finishes ripping open the rest of the canvas, and tries to make an attack with his uh, dagger. So we're gonna we're gonna try this out. He's gonna uh, try. You you tell me when when one of these numbers hits. <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> uh, you've acted and you have your yeah. Rest- Max Max sees the dagger and kind of smiles. Yeah. Um. I don't expect much. Get them sweet dice. Okay. So. It, there, I swear, for a moment, there was a 20 on the dot, and then it went to a 2. They're very close. So he missed. Uh, yes, he did. He comes in real real gun-ho with a lot of confidence and gusto, and he tries to stab at you with his dagger, and it pings off your shield. Dink. Like you, you've done battle before. Uh, you he tries, have? He tries again. Yeah, once or twice. Uh, he tries again, and this time he kind of gets his arm caught in the, the canvas. See? See, it, it happens. Everybody's it, it happens. To everybody, uh, he gets his arm caught in the canvas and sort of like awkwardly uh, stumbles and, and has to pick himself up, losing an action. So then it's the other halfling back there who uh, also grabs. Wait, wait, I should explain. There's another halfling back there who strides up to the back of the canvas, ripping open the hole further and sees Edheim and is now going to try and uh, take off a little more than he can chew and attack Edheim. Not my boy, uh, which will miss. 
I should be clear. Oh, oh, and he gets he gets a hit. Edheim isn't my boy. <laughs> it's he is he's a half elf, uh, but he's not my son. He's not your ward. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't deal that much damage. Wait, actually, that one was oh, a second him? attack. Yeah, he got him on one of them. Wait, wait, I, I have to double check. I forgot the so minus I carry four, the minus 11. five. Carry it. Oh, it's agile minus to four. Yeah, sorry, I forgot that. No, he didn't hit on the second one, and if he's probably not gonna hit with the third with a minus eight. Uh, yeah, no. So, nope, did not get there. Edheim just faced down a halfling that gave him a quick one, two, three, and didn't hit him at all. No. Uh. So yeah, the 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 halfling. Uh, strode up, ripped open the flap, flap even more, made three dagger attacks. At- Flailed wildly. Wait, 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 I'm wrong. He strode up, so that last attack didn't even happen. Strides up, attacks twice, uh, misses both times. It was just sort of like a one-two of the dagger, but he missed once with the first one, and so it was off on his cadence for the second one, and then I'm just not knowing anything. It was like just throwing the flap at him, trying to like, <laughs> no! Uh, and it, it worked, so we're moving on to uh, the half lane up at the front. He uh, is actually going to um, head on over to the left side towards where the other bandit is. Uh, that, that's move there. And then he's going to try and attack Siren. Okay. He's in range. Okay. So you tell me if a 18 hits. Hang on. Does an 18 hit? One sec. So I need to be better about saying <laughs> things. So I will say, yes, an 18 hits. If I chose to nimble dodge before you gave me the number, then I could have increased my AC, but no. My AC currently is 17. Okay. And so he will that will that will hit. I like I like that honesty there. I'll give you a hero point for that. Hey, look at me. <laughs> is that these is that these weird looking poker chips that you have at the table? Yeah, one of those. Uh, you already have two. Just take another one. They got a real cool H on them. The H stands for Honduran peso. That's exactly it. You you got you got it. You, you Slash know. hero point. <laughs> it's why I was using it. It really worked. Mm. And all those years you spent in Tegus. What happens in Tegus stays in Tegus. Th- uh, three points of damage. Oh no. Yeah, they're not that strong. <laughs> Can you tell that it was sarcastic damage? <laughs> three points of sarcastic damage. I'm pretty sure I'm taking more damage uh, right now from my liver. 14 to hit <laughs> for his sure second are. attack. That ain't, ain't going to do it, Chief. All right. So he gets you in with the first one, you know. On the forearm, maybe. Yeah, it scrapes. As you try to parry, he gets right past and it scrapes. But then uh, the second attack, you're able to push him aside because he's a halfling. It's Aww. not that hard. Poor guy. <laughs> kind of feel bad for these guys now. All right. Next is the... Uh, bandit who don't feel bad about this guy though yeah don't feel bad about him he brandishes his curved blade and makes a strike at you i'm gonna nimble dodge before you tell me what that number is because i can see that he's a little bit bigger of a boy right okay so yeah seeing him coming at me i'm gonna nimble dodge and kind of do a little sidestep back how's how's um 11 do you it wouldn't have hit anyway, but it it extra by two extra points doesn't hit because of that smooth dodge with that, he moves to his second attack, and as he does so, it seems that the you know he switched hands and he's using the one with blood on it, and kind of to try and get closer to you. But his uh, blade falls from his hands as it slips and uh, clashes to the floor. Do I have a reaction? Uh, no, not this time. Okay, not, not right now. But fuck, <laughs> that's that's really it. He it looks abashed, and we move on. He's he's pretty. Is he pretty fucked up? Yeah. I, okay. <laughs> I was going to say. He's, he's, you punctured his lung not too long ago. Okay. He's so not he's, good. He's not doing a great job. No, no, no. Um, 
so on with that, uh, it's Edheim's turn. Yeah. As, as he tries to, uh, let's see, let's, let's he, he's going to use one of his spells. He, he, though he may just be an eight-year-old boy. I believe in him. <laughs> Did he's, we just establish, getting, he's just getting wait. younger. Did we establish how old he I'm is? I'm pretty sure he was around 12. Is 12 he really? 12 to 14. I think there are some laws against that, guys. So literally, we picked up a 12-year-old to 14-year-old boy and yeah. put him in the back of the cart and said, well, we've got adventure. Come with us. What you look like you got the right stuff. Us. No. Well, he was an orphan. Um, oh, okay. His mother was killed by this guy. He's got a, you know, a nice scar. Uh, he's been looking for him ever since. That would be a, a story for a different time, I guess. It will be. It's um, not kidnapping if it's an orphan, guys. Yeah. Because <laughs> orphans don't have it's, parents. <laughs> it's not kidnapping. It's adoption. Yeah. All right. Um, enough of that. He uh, reaches out with some magical energies. Let me just roll that. Do it, my boy. Oh, well... <laughs> All right, so he he uh, he definitely rolled a twenty on that die. So a mat, mat, mat. Did yep. he add anything to it? It won't matter. Can you double crit if you roll a twenty and you get above their ten above their AC? No, you get just the one crit. So as Edheim goes to complete his magical attack, striking the ed- the halfling on the shoulder, from that point an explosion of back- black tendrils spider webs across the halfling's body, and his skin starts turning pale and becomes sort of ashy as the antithesis to life is invading his body negative energy in this case so with a look of surprise and horror the halfling is trying to get away from edheim he's scraping at his arm trying to stop whatever is happening to him but as he does so skin and bits of his arm flake with it as he falls to the ground and goes still edheim has gotten his first kill I've never been more proud of a boy. You didn't see it. I'm sorry. Mac, but Mac, Mac saw this. <laughs> Mac is disturbed to his core. Right. What the hell just happened? Um, Edheim also is disturbed to his core. He didn't. He's never done this on a on a living being, and uh, he's only practiced a, on rocks. So there's <laughs> maybe plants, but there's a. Uh, if like, you thought that there was a look of horror on the halfling's face, there's a look of equal horror on Edheim's. Well, well, Mac, I mean, if Mac looks at him and sees that, he's just going to kind of like qu- real quick there's, wipe the look off his own face and like, just go. He looks down at his hands and he goes like, like you can't, it's just his yeah. mouth is a gape. His eyes are just open wide and there, there's no voice. There's no sound. Um, we're just going to, uh, in, in, in fiction and then what would probably happen just end that his turn there. Um, he's yeah. not doing anything else. He, he, I don't think he can. He's done for the day. <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely a moment where he's trying to like take like because it does take a. a he, he had to like gesture and, and say some things to cast a spell. Yeah, he only had one more action left anyway. Um, sorry to say, but then we're going to go back to Ruim. So you just saw an explosion of activity happen around you. You heard something happen behind you in the cart, and that halfling and uh, bandit are starting to gain up on your uh, your friend and. <laughs> Current leader of your mercenary group, Siren. You watched your boy leap over you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Siren's always been the one to take the the foray forward. Uh, so you're gonna try and uh, back him up. Uh, yeah. Uh, Siren hasn't really taken much damage, huh? I got nicked. Mm, he got nicked on got the nicked arm. On the arm yeah. that's it. All right. So uh, I'm just gonna like jump off of the cart, and as I do so, swing my axe and be like, "Take this axe up the arsehole." So you're going to leap uh, from where you are, which is just something you can do. Yeah. So you're going to leap over everybody and try and land behind behind them or something? Uh, no, I'm just going to I'm just going to try and come straight down onto uh, 
onto the bandit. The, the You're going to have to bandit. land somewhere unless you kill him with this. And uh, if you don't kill him with this, it's going to be you guys tumble and collapse and then it's going to get weird and you're going to have to be like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to touch you there. Or, you know, I, I'm so, oh, whoops, whoops, my arm. I didn't mean to touch him there. Um, <laughs> you know what? All right, we'll do it. You you want to do this? We can have it. We'll we'll no, we'll, no, we'll no. rectify things. Uh, no, I'll, I guess I'll like. Try You'll just it. both fall prone. I'll just try and like leap behind him because I I don't want to come down on top of him. Right. Want to come down right in front of him? I want and, I want and the, hack at him. I want the axe to like come down on his head. Uh, yeah, I mean, but so Syrian already is sort of there, and you can't well because he's in front of the bandit. So if okay. you do that, it's going to get weird. Okay. But if you want, actually, like I said, I think, yeah, you can definitely leap onto the bandit and then make your strike in, in mid air as it's happening. It's, it's kind of like real cool. We'll make it happen. But you will deal the repercussions if, if you don't kill him, you will fall prone. Uh, and he will too. Maybe I should just get off and then, and then hit him then. I mean, if you want to. Just leap but, next to him. But right. I th- no, yeah. I, why, I, wouldn't I, why wouldn't I just jump the, next to the, him? Uh, the horse is next to him. The halfling's next to him. Oh, you could okay. also just aim so at the halfling. So he's got the horse and the halfling on either He's sandwiched side. by either one. Okay. I, I'm telling you, I think that this is like a cool idea. If you did this with your character, you might get a hero point. I'm just saying, right. I'm not trying to like buy you out with I'll a hero it. point. I'll do it. him. I'll do it. I'll try and come down on top of him. And then. I mean, maybe you might want to use your other two hero points that you have to get, you know, like advantage in this system. It's I'll called use, fortune. I'll use a hero point to, to get advantage. So I no, use no, a, you have to use both to I get, get the, to re-roll. Right? You get you get the roll. Like you can do it after you do it, and you get to re-roll it, taking okay. the new one. Isn't like one a plus five, and then you can spend two uh, for what, a re-roll. One will uh, bring you back from the brink of death. Oh, okay. Two will give you a re-roll, and three will give you another action. Do I just have to ah. beat his AC on the first roll so that I don't have to use a hero point? Right, but you might want to crit. But yeah, yeah, you just have to beat his AC. Let's crit. Did he do it? All right. That's a 18 plus what? Hey, don't use that point. I think you got it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It would would it be strength? Yes, strength and proficiency. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, that's a 20, 22. Goddamn. Okay. (laughs) So, all right, with 22, what's your strength modifier? Plus four. Fuck yeah, my boy. But your proficiency is also plus two, so it would be 24. 24. So it's a plus six. Yeah. It's plus yeah. six total. 24. Yeah. So yeah, you definitely do hit this fool. Fuck uh, him up, Kenneth. Hey, man. <laughs> okay, so roll damage. Roll damage. What's your damage? What's the frequency? <laughs> is it max? It's not great. It's a one plus four. Oh, no. This is a five. Well, five's not bad. Five ain't bad. Okay. A one's not great. Five's not <laughs> a one's bad. not great. He don't have much left in him anyway. So, uh, and then you collide with him, and uh, I'm gonna have you roll. Uh, I'm gonna have you roll a d4. Okay. Against him, and I'll roll a d4 against you for just damages. Okay. It's a three. All right. So he took three additional damage from that, and you took two damage. Okay. And you tumble past him, and you're prone behind him, and he's prone there so you actually i didn't land on my feet i landed prone you yeah you it was a you kind of like kneed into his chest and landed on top of him and then you like tumbled through the action okay um so all that happened you have one more action you could stand up i will use my action to stand up and uh can i also like ready my axe for another blow you can't you're out of actions that's it's already out my friend all right all right now mac it's your turn yes right beside you you just saw what i could only assume is just Maybe the most disturbing thing you have seen recently, uh, def- if not, if not ever, ever. <laughs> yeah. But so there's definitely a halfling sort of diagonal to you on the ground. His one of his arms is just detached by like flakiness from his 
his forearm or whatever is just where he tried to brush it off. And then the rest of it's also, like I said, that from that point, you could just definitely trace black yeah, tendrils yeah, yeah. that came out of it. Uh, it's he's basically ashen in color. Now, was that just the helping. guy who was trying to attack me or no, is that the other guy? Uh, the guy who was trying to attack um, Edheim. So there's still a boy in front of you. Still a boy yeah. in front of you, though. Um, is there any room for me to get out of the cart next yeah. to him? Yeah. Uh, if you step into what is currently what will be a bunch of ashes for when you step into him. Well, you could do like a badass, like kick him in the chest and step out. <laughs> it's true. I don't want to tell you how to do your job. You actually as a bar could. Bouncer. You can try and shove <laughs> people. This I think. is journeyman. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I think it's. Because I already have my shield raised, so if I can just shove him and just you actually, like push you, him, you can attack with your shield. Yeah, uh, you can in Diablo. It's will. only uh, like a D four a damage. Yeah, but can I also like shove him? Right in fiction, you can shove him with your shield. Just use your the shove. I think it's called smite. Yes, in Diablo. no, there is a shove. Uh, There's a shove card action here. Yeah, it is. you can do that. I'm we'll, going to do that. Is there a Diablo tabletop game we could play? Uh, probably. Now, this says I, th- for the shove action, you have at least one free hand. I do not, but we're assuming I'm using it with my shield. We're going to use the shield on that. Um, we're in fiction going to let you use it with the shield. Can you tell me if it has the attack trait next to that? It says attack type action. Yeah, then it has the attack trait. So yes. you don't, you're going to use your full athletics for this, not, not with the minus four for your armor. Okay. Because you're trained to attack with your armor. So anything that has to use with an attack action in it, oh. you won't take the But because you are making oh, an attack. Oh, that's cool. But Mac, because you are making an attack, yeah. your second thing, even if it is a strike, is also an attack, that would minus five. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's okay. I'm, I'm shoving him. Yeah, shove him. Okay, that is so that's plus athletics. Yeah. That is a 19. Okay, so next I need you to tell me what it's against. Is it against his fortitude? Uh, it is DC? against his fortitude DC. All right, well, let me just find that out for you. Uh, I'll just say you critically succeed. Why not? Yeah. Hey, was great there, job. As if there was any dip debate. So on there, uh, yeah. on that card, it should tell you what happens when you critically succeed at the bottom. It does. Critical success. Uh, critical success. You push your opponent up to 10 feet back. You can move 10 feet in the same direction as your opponent. If you do, this action gains the move trait. So you can push him and move of him. I'm doing it. All right. You do that. So you you just uh, bash him with your shield, pushing him uh, 10 feet as you're pushing off of the wagon, pushing, you know, coming along with yes. him. So he goes 10 feet backward, flying a little, and you... He lands sort of kind of on his feet. He's a bit acrobatic here. And you're just right there with him. Uh, what do you do? Back up, little one. And I, <laughs> I swing the trident at him. All right. Make your attack. This one will be with minus five. Yep. That's okay because it's a natural 20. All Play right. the damn song, Will. Okay. So with that, you're doubling all the dice you would roll and adding the modifier to each one, essentially. Okay. Um. So... So it's it, normally a D8 for damage. Plus your strength. Right? Plus my strength. So then you would Fuck. do that twice. Okay, you got another D8 over there, buddy? I got one. It's my lucky black and white. Yeah. Oh, no. You got it. You know he what? I, it I have hand. more over here, but I wanted to use yours. Um, and it's a good thing I did because I got double sixes. And then adding your strength to each? Uh, my strength is plus four. So it's 20 damage you've done. Oh, my gosh. I got so nothing but good rolls. My I, I, have to, I have to ask there, Mac. Um how do you feel about death? I mean, Mac normally... He was attacking you, so... That's the thing. Mac normally doesn't try to kill people, but he he's not opposed to defending himself. 
Right. And, you know, putting down people who are supposedly ambushing carts on the side of the road. Yeah. So you kind of think back to those uh, katas, uh, those forms you were doing back when you were training at the at the temple, at, mm-hmm. the, at the monastery. And I guess you just get too carried away because you, you stab right in as normal. You turn it a little bit to like catch with your trident. And then you just sort of like put the back end down, forcing everyone up, having them slide forward because uh, you've definitely pierced this halfling and uh, got him all the way through. Because and there's just no no sense of it. Like he he had a moment of life where he was like just dangling his feet, Ugh. trying Ugh. and gr- trying to push off as he just slumps forward as blood just seeps to the ground. And yeah, you've 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 killed this guy so so readily that there's no point he comes back. Okay, there's then. like there's three holes in his chest. Okay, then that they're very pronounced and a little bit. Well, what yeah. do we what do we say, Siren? If you're gonna come, come hard, come hard. All right, uh, Siren. On that note, it's your turn. Uh, so uh, paint the picture for me, well. Well, okay. Um, in front of you is a prone bandit. Uh, he also his uh, blade right beside your feet, right between you two. To your left, uh, diagonal, kind of beside the bandit, is a, a halfling brandishing his dagger at you. He's already cut you a little bit on the arm. Behind the bandit, standing up, is Ruam with his axe ready to go. Fuck yeah. So I think Ruam's definitely got the bandit handled, but it's up to you guys what you do. Uh, step one, kind of just like scanning really quickly at the things around me. My first step is I'm going to kick that weird curved blade to the side. Yeah. All right. Um, can I do a roll for sure. how hard I kick it? Sure. If you want to take an action to just really make sure it's gone, you Listen, may well, make I, an athletics check. I bet I could throw that, that sword over them, the mountains over there. <laughs> All right. You're trying to get rid of it completely? I'm trying to kick it as far as possible. Okay. The kick is up. It's not great. <laughs> It'll go some. What's, what's the number? Athletics? Yeah. Total seven. Okay. <laughs> so you, you kick it. It definitely skirts past the... Um, it goes underneath the, the horses, I guess, and to the other side of the wagon. I was too focused on other things. Yeah, you kick it to the right. All right. Next up. What do you do? Rapier's still out. I'm yeah. turning toward that half lane. Got it. And uh, I don't think I've said anything since no, I, left, silent, I left the car. You've been a silent killer. I'm just going to kind of briefly keep that like full second of eye contact with the halfling. Mm-hmm. Is his, are his eyes doing anything? Uh, he, he's I'm, looking down uh, every now and then. He like it's furtively glances towards the, the bandit. Okay. Just making sure he's not like, you know, thinking anything. And then I'm just <laughs> going to, in one quick motion, uh, lunge toward his center with the rapier. All right. Make me an attack roll. Okay. Uh, 18 total. 11 on the die. That'll do it. Make me, uh, make, make that damage roll. Make no it longer count. a sneak attack because he has acted. He has. I have literally gotten nothing but max damage. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the white side on my die is up, which means a six plus four for 10 damage. You pierce him through in the middle. Okay. Um, probably with a, a trained grace of an assassin as you go right for his heart. Mm-hmm. There's definitely like that moment where... He has a little bit of consciousness where he just looks down, kind of looks up, and there's that that scaredness, that 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 fear in his eyes, like he doesn't know what's coming mm. as it starts to like lose that light. What are my eyes doing? What are your eyes doing? You tell me. Uh, like you've probably seen this happen all the time as you've done <laughs> your job in Alentis. I think just very calm, very calm. 
like you're you're welcoming another friend yeah yeah and uh you know not intending to give him any comfort but maybe his eyes meet mine and he kind of starts to accept things he definitely has to because uh at some moment in time it's just there's there's no more fire i, I you know what i i'm trying to say is like there's there's no the spark the spark is gone uh, from behind those eyes there's no you don't sense anything else as he sort of slumps to the ground and off your rapier as you pull it out. Is that all my moves? No, you have uh, one more action. You can stride, you can act, you can do a thing. I'm going to quickly glance over at Ruam, who still is holding an axe and looking wild, and say, like, he's, he's probably got this guy on the ground, and I'm going to stride toward the back of the cart because I've heard a lot of noise and I'm not really sure 100% what's going down back there. So uh, I'm basically just so you, running along the left side of the wagon to the back. Okay. Hey, hey, what do I see? <laughs> um, so you, you can definitely make it back there. You have about, what, 25, 30? 30, 30. 30 movement. All right, so you definitely make it to the back of the cart. As you do, you see, uh, I don't know, uh, Mac, have you, in, the, in this time frame, I think you're still, the, the, you're just now lowering the halfling from, uh, from its elevated position. Yeah. Uh, and, and slumping him onto the Probably ground. Probably just finishing with that and looking around to see if there's any other... Yeah activity so you see that you definitely see uh your half-orc friend mac mm. uh gently probably lowering his his friend the halfling to the ground and you kind of also spy to the side of him what looks to be of like a paper mache model of a halfling kind of like it's very ashen ew uh it's it's there's like black ten- tendrils uh like sprawling across his body from a point on his arm ew uh, is it gross? Probably. Am I yucked? I, you're yucked. It's like when a it's roll like, for yucked. It's like it's like when like a butterfly's cocoon falls off a tree, and rather than being able to complete its transformation, it just rots. rots. <laughs> There's really no rotting. Though. Yeah, I think it's, you need to roll was, fortitude too for that. Instant. It was just it was just, just like a, a gray husk of what once was, and I'm filled with <laughs> kind of a ugh. Yeah. It, there's, there's the life had been. I like the connection that me and Mike and I, Mike and I have over here going on. <laughs> same words, yeah. Same stream, same stream of thought. So that's that's what you see. And I'm fucked up. <laughs> that's what you see there. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> and uh, it's the bandit's turn as he uh, stands up and realizes that his knife is nowhere, nowhere near him. You're welcome, buddy. With that, he's going to try and make a move. Well, away actually. I think he's. He's probably he's realized the jig is up. Well, no, I think he's going to try and make distance and then uh, shoot with his bow. So uh, no, you know, he's not going to move at all because that's just wasted mo- actions. He's going to swing over his uh, composite short bow. He's going to draw and actually aim to you because you're within re- a better range now. As he's trying to like, do I notice this? Uh, you had probably turned your back to him. I was going to say because it's a new turn. Can I nimble dodge? Maybe you hear all this happening and you turn around quickly as hear the sound you of a see. bow cocking. <laughs> well, the bow being str- uh, being pulled back does cause some right. So that happens. I'm gonna move it. I'm gonna do a quick side dash toward the edge of the cart then to try to get some cover. I think I've I think I've heard that telltale sound of a bow being stretched at my back before. Right. So 15 to hit. Not gonna do it, especially now with the dodge. Right. He quickly tries to knock another arrow. And that one will miss as well. So two arrows fly right uh, by your head. One that you dodged out of the way, and the second you've uh, just were out of position anyway. Fuck yeah. 
I'm and feeling good. Ed, Will, I'm feeling good. All right. Um, so Edheim still in shock, and we move past. Uh, he's trying to collect himself as he jumps out of the uh, back of the wagon into the space now created by Mac, so that he's not. But as he do, does so, he's looking around. There's no halflings to to kill, and so he's still kind of looking at the one he did murder. Well, defended against. Uh, and it's now Room's turn. I swing my great axe at the uh, bandit, like right at his side, to try and cut him in half. Fuck yeah. All right, make me an attack roll. You got those hero points, too. Keep it in mind. Don't want to use a hero point. To uh, Scott, can I give you a quick piece of advice? Even my bad eyes from over here, I see that that was a D12. Yeah. To attack, you roll a D20, oh, my boy. <laughs> Shit. You you want to hero point it? That, uh, yeah, I'm going to hero point it. So that's two hero points. Now, in this case, you are now going to definitely use this new result. If you still fail, you get one hero point back. Okay. Shit, I still failed. So you now still have your two hero points, but you can't use them again. Okay. For this. No, doesn't he only get one back? Yeah, but he had already he had gotten f- one. Yeah. Oh, okay. For for jumping, okay, that's leaving, right, that's and right. doing that. That's thing. right, that's right, that's right, that's right. All right, you have another action. I do. You all have right. all two more. Two more. So I'm going to try and hit him again. This one will come at a minus five. Right. Fuck him up. Let's go. All right, 17 minus five is 12. 12. 12. Plus. Plus what? Plus, What's your strength? Uh, six, right? So Yeah, so 18. Total. 18. 18 will get you there. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to roll damage. Do a big one. Uh, not great, but all right. Uh, nine damage. Do you roll a goddamn D twelve for damage? I do. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, with that, wait. Have you have you been raging? I have not been raging. Oh. He saves that for the real clients. I suppose. Showtime. All right. They charge. We charge extra for that. <laughs> well, who's paying you right now? He's not drunk enough to rage. I don't think he that, had to drive. That's true. That's true. That's true. I'll, I'll say that. You, all right. So let's let's paint the picture. The first time you attacked, how are you doing it? Uh, I'm going to cut it his side, like, right in, uh, so right, he, like, like, just try and cut him right in half horizontally. So he probably hears you, like, scream, because you definitely scream with every attack. Okay. It's sort of your like MO, right? a tennis right? player. <laughs> no, not with every attack. <laughs> okay, as a barbarian, you know, what do you do with every attack, then? Like, what hey, not all away? barbarians are the same, okay? That's, I know. It's very classic. I, right. I was trying to come up behind him from behind and sneak him a bit, but... Okay, that well, didn't work. Well, he's aware that you're you're back there, so he definitely yeah. was able to dodge out of that one. But as he does, you're just you come right back with it. Yeah. Uh, catch him in the side and just getting pretty much halfway through him before you stop. But halfway is enough with an axe and a human body. So there's definitely a lot of blood as he sort of is crumbling to the ground um, off your axe. And ble- there's a like it's one second, two second. Three seconds. This blood is just coming out of nowhere, as it's just a huge puddle. It's just everywhere. All right. <laughs> Am I next in the round order? I think uh, no one is, considering you guys now are out of initiative. I'm gonna take point then and quickly look at the back and shout clear, and then turn toward the front and listen for a room. And I say, I keep what I kill, and I run off after that curved uh, sword. I'm so, so room. Yeah. That's on the other side of the. You were there when it was kicked, so you know that it there. went underneath the horses on the other yeah. side. So you're you're just rounding to the right side of the caravan of, yeah. of, the, of the wagon, and you're you're going to pick that up. All right, I, I pick it up 
And then I shout, I keep what da, I kill, da, da, and I hold da, it up in the air. Da, da, da. As soon as he... And I start, like, waving it around a bit. All right. When he shouts, I keep what I kill... And starts running off. I'm going to look at Mac with a look that basically tries to communicate, fucking, it's been weeks, and he still doesn't understand the battlefield protocol of shouting clear when a situation is clear. And I don't like that he's just grabbing at things immediately. I'm not saying this out loud. So, <laughs> yeah, you so just you give it a go, look. You give over a, a knowing look, look to a half second look at Mac, and then I'm going to turn and kind of like jog toward the front. Matt, Max just kind of Max just kind of looking back at you over his shoulder and just kind of gives a snort, like, "Yeah, I know." Um, but <laughs> I don't see him like hunched over the body of the human bandit, and so I'm confused. Yeah. I'm starting there. So essentially, um, the human bandit and the halfling beside him. They're both just prone on the ground. Bunch of blood everywhere, <laughs> as it is. And uh, what do you do? What do you, that's what you see up at the front. So you know it's clear, probably. That's, what, that's how many people are up there. Uh, I guess I'm kind of looking around to double check that it's clear up front. Okay, so you're up front. As you look around, uh, you, you notice to the right side there's a room. <laughs> just holding that, that curved blade around, just going like, yeah, slashing everything. And he's very happy. Uh, but you don't see anything else. No other enemies. Not that you can see. Then I'm going to turn back toward the other cart and say again, but like a little bit more disappointed. Clear. And then... Um, As I wave the dagger. Sorry, I, I like this I'm thing. That, bit clear. I like you, this thing that you're establishing. Like you guys are a well-oiled machine. Or I at think least that's more of a, somewhat. Me, a, a, more of like a, a me and Mac thing. That when, from when we were up at the front lines, we had right. to have some procedure. And so we know when an encounter is finished... If you if there's no present danger, yeah, let I, your team know. Essentially, um, Ruim and Edheim are just new recruits to this to this bandit group. Banana. This uh, not bandit group, but this a mercenary group of yours. But you guys are used to working with a, a more of a, a co. Uh, what's what's the word? Um, a team is the word. Dun, 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 dun. Cohesive group. <laughs> a cohesive <laughs> group. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so I'm just gonna stop at the bandit leader and. Um, if he's, is he on his front or his back? Um, he, I hit him from behind, so he probably would have fell forward. You, you did, you did, yeah, you did fall, fall forward for the most part. I'm going to quickly then just like whip my dagger out of its sheath, like pull his shoulder over. And as I like come down on top of him, just like quickly cut his throat and start searching pockets. Right. So actually even before that, so you do pull his, sh his shoulder open, uh, his shoulder open, you pull him <laughs> over such, by the such shoulder. strength. <laughs> Uh, as you do so, you do you know how like you kind of pull the the clothes a bit, and uh, the opening of his chest sort of, you know, like all the pockets inside there are exposed. You do notice that tucked into one of the uh, pockets in his um, coat, there looks to be uh, a scroll. But you don't pay much attention to it, other than uh, something that does catch your eye, which is a very green, uh, deep emeraldish. Well, not emeraldish, but more of like a a dark kind of green uh, seal fit. that you oh. that you've noticed uh or at least i'm familiar with this sort of this color mm. uh and even more like as you're slitting his throat and you go to grab it i assume uh, yeah and i'm bringing it up to you rifling through pockets you you do see that the seal while somewhat broken you can definitely from it um recognize a symbol or or sign that you're very uh familiar with uh, it's it's uh one from your past it's, uh, it looks to be a little bit of a of a hand kind of grasping something, or it, it could be grasping. It's never really too sure. So uh, just kind of like a half-open hand? 
Yeah. Um, okay. It, what you think it's doing is to each person different, but you it's the same thing and it symbolizes only one thing. I'm going to very quickly tuck it into a pocket and right. then keep going through the pockets and kind of glance over at room to make sure that, see what he was focused on. Right. Uh, as you, as you go, uh, rifling through this, you don't find much. You, he does have like, um, a quiver with, uh, eight more arrows and, uh, he has his composite short bow. Mm. He also has what looks to be quite ruined leather armor. Ugh. Um, yeah, it's that's what happens when you pierce through it. Also, he has some knickknacks and some stuff on him. Uh, most of it, most of it of note that you care about is probably just the gold, really. And he has about three gold pieces and f- you know five silver. I take the change, leave everything else. I'm gonna kind of like look at my own short bow that I don't use too much, but I carry it in case and uh, swap it with the composite. Because it actually looks a little bit better built and kind of like easier yeah. to draw. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, he did get an arrow, you know, going ne- pretty quick by me. So right. it must be pretty good. And then I'm going to kind of um, <laughs> just very quickly cut the other throat of the halfling next to me and then kind of stand up in a corner and go over the letter. All right. Um, Can I cut the throat of a halfling too? Well, you'd With have a to, uh, No, I don't think there's any other halflings in the front for you to cut. But yeah, you'd have to go to the back. I go to the back. I go to the back. I'm standing over one of Before them. Before that, well, hey, hey, well, we, yeah. can, we, can, we can run it back. I'm going to just stand up from the human <laughs> bandit distracted by the letter and say, Ruim, remember what I told you about when we finish a fight, right? And then, you know, look to him for acknowledgement. I nod an acknowledgement, and then I cut the, the throat. So you just really happy, run up, turn that uh, half lane over, and just with your curved blade, yeah, or known as a kukri, just gouge into it. But you're a little, un, I guess, uh, used, not used to this weapon, so you, you gouge probably a little bit more than you need to, but it's okay. He's already dead, so yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, in the back, uh, Mac, how are you doing? You're probably just now uh, maybe saying some rights over... The halfling well, you, mur- you you killed. I got before say, before any of that. Um, I'm going to. Uh, I mean, yeah. Look down at him. I'm going to check for a pulse. Nothing. No pulse. In that case, I'm going to walk back over to the cart towards Edheim, and uh, and check on him. Number one. He's uh, he's kind of kneeling beside the body he uh, of the halfling that he killed. Um, sort of. Hands on on his on his hip, on his thighs, kind of like just staring at it. Um, there's not really much much movement, I guess. It's very solemn, and it's sort of like if anyone was just looking at it, they would just think that maybe he was paying respects, or maybe. But you probably know that he might be a little gone, a little lost, a little troubled by what's happening. A, a lot, not just a little, a lot conflicted, a lot, but like. <laughs> So as I walk yeah. by him, I'm going to kind of put a hand on his shoulder. Well, I can't. I'm holding all my stuff. So I'm going to go by him and toss my shield into the back of the cart, put the trident, you know, kind of lean it up against the, the back and side of the cart there, take off my breastplate because I got a ton of heavy shit on. I'm going to be honest. It actually and, takes uh, a while to take off breastplate, so maybe you just leave that on. Okay, I'll leave that one on. And uh, and I'll turn and kind of put a, a hand on Edheim's shoulder and, and just tell him, do not fret too much over it, my son. Had you not taken this one out who knows how many other lives he may have distressed he doesn't really acknowledge or answer other than after a while like maybe 
10, 15 seconds longer than you normally would wait for a response. Definitely. He, he sort of has like a slight, slight nod, but it's something might be broken or maybe he's just tired or maybe that magic took more out of him than you thought it did, but he's any one of these is a definitely a, an excuse, an explanation. But right now, all you see is perhaps a very sad or shocked, probably is a better word. And I'll tell him, uh, young boy. And I'll continue and tell him, no good to just stare at it. Why don't you go sit in the front of the car to all clean up back here? Again, uh, there is a delay with anything that happens here, but it takes but 15, 20 seconds before he stands up, probably with some of your own prodding. Yeah. And, and heads to the front. And maybe you tell him the right side. Because the left side has all the blood. Oh, the yeah, yeah. Stay, stay, stay to the right. You probably, side. yeah, probably like kind of like edge him to the right side. Hmm. So that's sort of there. So and then I'm going to go basically start kind of pulling the bodies aside and kind of just arranging them and getting them ready for not funeral, do obviously, you, but. Do you touch? See, I'm going to move the other body first and then maybe grab some extra rags or like a, a, his jacket or something so, to grab the other one. Cause I don't really want to touch his jacket. The dead guy. All right. So like you, take it off the other dead guy. To, you know, sorry, let me borrow this. Let me put it to you this way. So you're tr- are any I'm trying attempt, not to touch it. Any attempt to actually, it doesn't, you don't have to touch it directly, but any attempt to move it in its totality just ends with more crumbling and dusty bits as it. No thing. no, piece of this has cohesion to another then after trying and failing for a moment or two i'm just gonna come and break it with my axe you're not there <laughs> damn it after trying and failing i'm just gonna take the jacket and just lay it over the top of it okay um so let's let's go back to the front so room you've just slit the throat of the guy and mm-hmm. maybe you're also like doing what um Siren has taught you and you're pilth- you know rifling through his pockets and yes. all that you find uh looking for change yeah you find one gold two silver uh, and three copper. I'm gonna actually. I made one, two, three by accident. All right, one, two, it's three. fine. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be standing up and just kind of like. Are you opening the letter? Or are you? No, it's just in the pocket. I don't want. You just you were looking at it and you stowed it away. Yeah, instantly upon seeing that shade of green and that symbol, I kind of had a moment where I, you know, my heart rate kind of jumped up a little bit and I got a little bit panicked right just upon seeing it and kind of getting an unfriendly reminder and i'm gonna look at it how many years later. has that been since then uh at least 10 at least 10 since i last saw it last saw it but okay since you last, last since i last had to think about anything related to it uh, or my past and when way. was the first time you saw it how long ago was that the first time i saw the symbol of the hand yes um, putting a name to it so quickly well the first time the, i mean it is a hand the first time i saw that the the hand in that stamp was like what 80 yeah 80 80 ish years ago a good 80 or 90 the year years was ago. 1983 <laughs> all right <laughs> dateline <laughs> 1945 um we, we could touch more on that but that's definitely yeah, it, been like as a child i first saw it and then it's it's been at least 10 since i've seen it but i definitely recognize it and it uh makes me feel Kind of mixed feelings of nostalgia and panic, right? And so nostalgia I tuck it away. Panic. I'm also gonna like un- not looking at Ruum, just kind of hold out a hand for whatever gold he collected, <laughs> and he kind of understands at this point that part of being in the band is that 
if you find something, you hand it over. It, it'll all get distributed. What do you What do you do, Rome? I hand him the the change, and I'll and I'll tell I'll look up at him and say, uh, "Keep keep the sword. It it suits you." So and I wave it around and go, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so okay, um, all right, that's easily done. But uh, you maybe also collect up all the arrows just so you have uh, some arrows yeah, to keep yeah. using. But um, are you noting? How much gold you've picked up and all the all the stuff? Oh, yeah. I am, I am. He always does. I'm actually. <laughs> Whoa! I take it easy there. Yeah. The bank of Eric um, over here okay. knows. Yeah, combined with the amount that it's like fucking gringos. We got uh, that I had originally carried on me, three from the bandit leader, and now an additional. Ain't no safer place. Call it one point two gold from the other one. I'm keeping track, <laughs> and I'm gonna like head. I'm just kind of set, keeping it in a separate pocket, but heading back toward the back of the cart. Maybe upon seeing Mac kind of like starting to arrange bodies, I'm going to kind of quickly yeah, I think you, walk back and go ahead and grab the arm of the human and then look at Ruam's big beefy arms and say, you, I'll, I'll get the halfling. You probably, <laughs> you probably get to the back just as Mac is laying a jacket on top of the, the coat and jacket on top of the, what you remembered was... Yeah, the yucked version of that guy. Um, moving past that, you also, when you were up there, you mm. know, handling, talking to Rome, Edheim had come up and sat in the right passenger seat of the wagon. Yeah, I probably, I probably just noticed him sitting down and kind of staring off. But mm-hmm. and then, you know, grabbed the halfling and said, "Rome, uh, take the human's body, and we'll figure out whatever we need to do with these. Can't leave them in the street." Okay, so you guys start cleaning up. You guys start getting stuff turned around and start figuring stuff out. Um, at any point, do you go to uh, read your letter, or do you? What are you guys doing, really, as you're doing this? I'm gonna keep it in my pocket for a time when there aren't as many people around. Right. So in the back, I'm Max getting the bodies together, kind of arranging them, and then going through, like taking off their armor, taking off all their valuables, and just leaving them in their common clothes, mm-hmm. and kind of just like sorting through all that crap. Um, so that we can either sell it or get rid of it or or whatever or donate it. And and the main thing is he's preparing the bodies to be either buried or interred or or you know whatever. Okay, so you guys probably have some uh, extra canvas and such, and you're just wrapping up bodies, perhaps, yeah. and getting them ready. Some of the bloody bits still seep through, but it's for the most part a lot a lot more presentable, a lot than, cleaner than it was, a yeah. lot cleaner than it was. So that's that's what you guys do, and you guys start stacking them in the back. What was once a tight uh, squeeze is now almost like sardine and it's it's like a clown car it's not funny though uh so maybe only one of you guys could be back there while the others are up front definitely Edheim is not going to be back there but we don't load up the gross body that Enheim had like no you know no, 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 no one's no, touching no. that you guys leave that where it is okay. no mac will take the other bodies so that we can bury him and he'll he'll write he'll offer to ride in the back with them i'm gonna say like as you know we bring the bodies around mac is preparing them that as I'm watching him do this, I'm gonna say, um, we can just leave this on the side with the other trash. We could, but then what? What would that make us, Siren? We we are not beasts. We are not animals. These were men. They fought us well. Yeah, not well enough. <laughs> to be fair, not not well enough. No, but that does not undeserve them a grave. Uh, we're gonna leave in two minutes. Have it done. I, and then I'm gonna, kind of, you know, walk up to the 
side because I guess I'm riding in front now. If you want to. I mean, you guys can still squeeze back there. It's just, it's going to be more comfortable with probably one back. Yeah, Ma- back. Mac will offer to hang back there with the bodies. Uh, while he's doing that, I'm just going to kind of hang on the side of the cart since Edheim's up front and Room and Mac are kind of loading cargo into the cart. I'm going to take a quick second, uh, pop the seal on the letter, and just kind of give it a quick read through. All right. It reads Thieves and ne'er do wells of the East. The hand has business in and around caravans respite. This warning is the first and last. Disregard your life before you disregard this notice. If aid is asked from you, you shall give it. If silence is required of you, you shall abide it. If your life is needed, you shall offer it. Agents Emerald and Amethyst will be around. They'll find you if you are worth finding. Fourth finger of the hand, Malix. I'm going to very quickly upon reading it, like, roll it back up, look at the symbol one last time, and then kind of just, as you have re- read the the signature i suppose and you've looked at the the seal uh you kind of now start looking at the fourth finger and it prominently has in the seal which was really it's broken so it's hard to tell but you line it up and you notice it seems to have a ring around it on that one for mm. that which isn't something you've noticed in perhaps I think your ten years ago or the general. The I've general seen, has I've seen no this rings. A lot, yeah. The general one has no rings on it, but this one on the fourth finger. Would that be the ring finger? Um, yeah. If you're thinking of the thumb, I guess as a finger, it would be the ring finger. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm gonna roll it back up very quickly and tuck it away, and kind of be like staring around, kind of like glancing side to side. I think. Any feelings of like slight panic I now I had before are a little bit more intensified, and I'm afraid that like you know I'm looking out basically. I'm afraid that someone might be also watching me. I mean, you, you could roll perception at this time if you want. I'll do a quick perception check, and uh, you guys probably should be doing that more often if you just want to. You just call me, call out when you want to make a roll. I'll, I'll hear you. I'll hear you. Hot damn. I can't tell what that number is. Well, I want to make a roll. What do you want to roll? I don't know. I just want to roll. Okay. Just roll. Um, Shit. <laughs> 14 plus 4 is 18. All right. So you look around. Yeah. Um, so you guys started this journey probably right at at the morning um, and had gone north, uh, passed by the fork in the road, gone into the forest, uh, and you're here. And it's probably around midday. So the, the sun's straight above. Uh, light is shining through the canopy of your for- of the forest. Light everywhere, uh, but but there's still darkness. There's still shadows in this forest. But even in those, uh, it's still somewhat lit, and you don't see mm. anything. You don't notice anything. Uh, there's a rustling in the leaves, but it's just the wind. There's nothing that you find out of ordinary in this forest right now, other um, than perhaps the stench of death that you have wrought upon this one stretch of road. I'm going to then just uh, whip out my dagger and kind of keep it in my hand and kind of like not thinking, kind of just mindlessly like spinning it in my hand and then just um, climb up into the passenger seat and nudge Edheim over and kind of just staring straight ahead and thinking and kind of like spinning this dagger. So as you guys, as you do that, and as you guys turn the horses around, you start moving your way back to Caravans or Spite. Some of you have uh, a lot more on your minds than others. Some just staring into the distance. But you've definitely uh, come out of this better and uh, maybe wiser. 
But uh, you have to go back to Caravans of Spite and perhaps talk to and turn in this quest of yours. Who knows? Maybe you didn't deal with all the bandits. Maybe there's more out there. Maybe there isn't. But that's another time. Thank you all for listening. And join us uh, as we continue to move forward. Uh, next time. Next time. I had a great time, everybody. Yeah. Me too. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Or, or you know, uh, tune, tune in next week. We'll uh, definitely pick this back up where it was. And, uh, yeah. All right. Do you want to... Hold on. Cut it. Cut it off. We have to say who we are before we leave. Do we? Do we? They already know. I'm Will. I didn't change. I'm Scott. I, I sometimes change. I'm Eric, and I'm the only one keeping the fucking wheels on this bus moving. <laughs> and despite all the chaos, I will always be Mike. All right. right. Thank you all. Uh, come back next week for Jim and the podcast. Second episode. Or, or don't. No, please do. Please, please, please do. do. Don't listen to Eric. Don't listen to Eric. Come back. Uh, so, hey, guys. Thanks for this is Eric again. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, you know I was just kidding about not not thanking you for listening. Thanks. I, I do appreciate it. I just got to look cool in front of the team. Uh, obviously, you found this podcast some way, but if you want to share it with friends, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all the cool stuff. Um, and then if you actually want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter, just at JourneymanPod. Um, just, oh my God, Scott's cutting in on my shit. Uh, <laughs> we're on Twitter, at Journeyman underscore pod. Uh, Facebook, if you're a 40-year-old mom, at uh, JourneymanPod, all one word. If you need to get an email, a correspondence to me specifically or anyone else, um, thejourneymanpod at gmail.com, all one word. And then finally, Tumblr, where we can kind of get our maps or maybe we'll even post character sheets or general cool shit, my recipes for uh, great brownies. Uh, it's just uh, journeymanpod.tumblr.com. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye.